Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network. Derek here of Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network. Nominations are open for Best Local Podcast in Kansas City at thepitchkc.com slash bestofkc19. Please consider going to the Arts and Entertainment section and voting for Screen Heroes as the Best Local Podcast of Kansas City in 2019. Nominations are open until July 8th, so please get your nomination in as soon as possible. Thank you for your consideration. two very wonderful hosts ryan hi sorry let's just take a quick drink of water there <laughs> and derek hello hello sorry, sorry for all you misophonia sufferers out there that just had to listen to that <laughs> we just need to make screen heroes asmr that is not asmr what i just did i'm sorry but it could be i guess if we planned it if we planned it that's right <laughs> oh wow okay so good this start is good, good well. start so if you're watching us on twitch or later on youtube uh you'll notice that derek and ryan coordinated they are wearing a lovely olive green that's right outfit today we definitely planned this and uh it's really nice that somebody noticed yeah yeah we don't really put these on youtube anymore just oh. throw that out there. Okay. So. Yeah, our YouTube channel is barren, a barren wasteland right now. That's fine. It uh, it was a lot of overhead for like Nothing. the f- four views that the videos would get. So you could just listen to the show. Do that. So yeah, so we are going to be talking about the new Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad 2, the prequel reboot. I don't know. The James Gunn Suicide Squad. Yes, so tonight we're going to talk about a lot of it. We are not just going to pitch a storyline for Suicide Squad. We're going to talk about potential storylines they could adapt straight from the comics. We're going to talk about potential characters, rumors that have been uh, floating around the interwebs. We're going to talk about confirmations, casting. May do a little fan casting for some of those characters that have been mentioned but haven't been cast yet. So... That's going to be our episode tonight, but of course, just like every other day, we are going to talk about some news. So, cool thing, um, the very first female CEO uh, was hired by Warner Brothers. You mean their first female CEO? Yeah, not the first CEO, (laughs) female CEO in the world, just Warner Brothers' first female CEO. She was hired and announced today. Yeah, so that's big news. You know, Warner Brothers, of course, has 
licenses for movies like Harry Potter and all of DC Entertainment. So And Space Jam. And and okay, and Space Jam, that's true. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. Which apparently has started filming, by right. the way. Right. So Space Jam <laughs> Space Jam uh, Two. Space Jam Electric Two. Uh, that is the official title, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> it might be like Martian Manhunter Boogaloo, but whatever. It's a crossover with DC. You mean because of Marvin? Marvin the Martian. <laughs> I was wondering what was going Marvin on. Marvin the there. Martian Manhunter. That's... Where's my kaboom? Oh. That was not good. I that mean, was... that was great, Derek. That was a thing. That happened. At least I know his name. Yeah. I wish I could blame it on like being drunk or something, but I, I cannot. It's just tiredness and stupidity, I guess. You know, at least you can admit it. Yeah, right. So yeah, Space Jam Two is confirmed to be filming as of now. It's also confirmed to include uh, some members of the WNBA. What about Bill Murray? Is he coming back? God, I hope so. I really. I mean, I'm pretty sure he just kind of shows up to sets, and they put him in it. The only person yeah. from the first movie that I don't want to return is Michael Jordan, and it's because he's kind of, you know, become an ass. But everybody else, bring him back. I'd like to see what Bugsy Bogues looks like 80 years later. Wow, probably not great. I don't. I don't know. It hasn't really been that. Long. I know. It's been more not like 20. 80 years. It's like, 20 years is a long time. It's like 23 years. It was 96. I think I don't like know. That. Was the original? Like the first movie was pretty amazing. There was supposed to be a skate jam with Tony Hawk, but all oh, the man. all the deals fell that through. That must have been in like ninety seven or ninety eight. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be when he like was at his peak. a year to two years later. Think about it, they could have used all the music from the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater sixty four game and it was would have been And every fantastic. time the scene changes he just stops right in front and waits for the rest of it to load. <laughs> Did you ever play those games? Because that's what happened. Not on the 64. Oh. Well, I played on PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Cartridges for the win. Whatever. Anyway. There's some other random news that isn't, I'm pretty sure isn't really really news, but there was an article floating around Facebook that uh, Pattinson is already out as Batman. What? Um, Yeah, which is weird because they've... I've already talked about how he's turning down roles for yeah. Batman, so I'm pretty sure that's BS, but it is weird to start seeing that already. It's probably some f- irritated fan that, yeah. you know. I guarantee you that's exactly what it was, because I saw an article that said Pattinson had to turn down an indie film that he was already contracted with, because this really... Of the Batman. Yeah, this really changed his schedule, so... Well, really what it means is he's out for the James Gunn reboot sequel that will be coming in 2025. Mm. Yeah. That's too bad. I was Mm -hmm. looking forward to that one. Um, There are interesting rumors, however, if we're sticking with DC, that Swamp Thing might get a feature film rather than a new season after season one. The same Swamp Thing? The rumor was fairly vague, but apparently there have been reports of talks within Warner Brothers about continuing but in a movie format because a movie budget would would be about the same as the budget that they had for the whole season. So they could do one big film and that would be a really cool jump to be completely honest. If we could finally get our Justice League dark movie that we've all But the problem is if it's the same swamp thing, then there's no way that they're gonna do it without retelling the exact same origin and everything else. Yeah. And so you're just gonna have seen everything twice. 
Maybe. I mean, there's different ways they could do it, of course. We, we don't really know everything that'll happen in this season since it's not done yet being released. But, you know, they could reference some of those things. They could ignore it altogether and just they have Swamp do Thing be there already. They could do an montage similar to that of The Incredible Hulk sure. where they kind of fill you in. They could, they could definitely do that. Because, I mean, I don't know that we necessarily need the origin of Swamp Thing. He could just be Swamp Thing already. I mean, but I mean, possible. a lot of that is important to his relationship with Abby, who's a huge part of the Swamp Thing character. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have no idea what their their plan would be for that. I mean, I'd but... be excited. Don't get me wrong. I'd just be really nervous if they're using the exact same Swamp Thing, and or like if it's supposed to be a continuation of the show. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the safe route would be just to reboot it, and it might be one of those situations where it's a soft reboot, like the Suicide Squad that we're going to be talking about, where the first one could have happened, could not have happened. Maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, that'd be cool. There's also the rumor that Daisy Ridley is being talked to to play uh, Barbara Gordon. That'd be pretty cool. It was one site that's not very reliable. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't put a lot of money into it or put bet a lot of money on it. But fair it was enough. An article. It was, was an article. Around. Somebody wrote a thing. Yeah. Um, that's all it takes now. <laughs> that's all it takes. Um, I don't know why we don't just start these rumors. I know like, well, you could probably get people because we we try to be reputable as it pertains to information. And look how that's going for yeah, us. Yeah, we so. should just well, try to get clicks. I have integrity, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. For now, Rachel will just do it without you. Yeah, it's true. So MCU uh, rumor has it that the MCU is courting Keanu Reeves for any role. Any role. Supposedly every Kevin Feige said that he's been talked to for literally every Marvel movie since like Iron Man. So I'm going to throw this out there. I I will what? I like I know everybody's rooting for him to be a Wolverine and at this point I'm meh on it. He could be absolutely amazing, but I think he'd be really cool as Shang Chi. Saw that circling around a bit. Yeah. I'd like to see, you know, when they do those movie posters and they replace everybody on it with Nicolas Cage or something like that. You'd I just, like I want to see like Endgame, but it's just Keanu Reeves playing every role. I don't think that he should be uh, Wolverine, but I don't, no. I don't know what role. I've yeah. seen some people post some Adam Warlock art, um, oh, cool. which would be a cool casting, and the art looked really good. Not that it's official or anything, but shows that he could look cool in the role. The but, Eternals uh, would be a very safe thing, considering it's supposed to take place in the MCU literally thousands of years before anything we've seen. So, of course, it really doesn't matter if he ages. He's never going to be in the same continuity. So, right. why not? I'm just not sure if he wants to sign the kind of contract that Marvel characters tend to have to sign. Unless he's going to be some one-off character. But does he want to be attached to a 5-7 movie Well, I mean, deal? did they make Kurt Russell do that? Well, no, but he was the bad guy. Who's to say Keanu Reeves? That's what I'm saying. That's why I said unless it's some one-off role. But, I mean, it doesn't sound like that's what they want. Again, that's a good place to put him for the Eternals. I doubt they're going to do more than, you know, three movies with that. One to two, maybe. But if it's not its own, just one spinoff movie, then it's probably not going to continue. It may be a trilogy, but... yeah. I don't think it'll really matter. Also in Marvel News, uh, Endgame is being re-released, I think, next weekend, this weekend? This weekend. Um, you get treated to a, an intro by the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. You get treated to Sounds like a an treat. incomplete scene from the movie. And a Stan Lee tribute. Of, a of Stan Lee kind. tribute and a scene from uh, Far From Home, apparently. 
uh, and also a really cool poster. I don't know if you guys saw the poster. I did not see the poster. But there's, I did too. They have the um, Infinity Gaunt- the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet, uh, like with a fist closed, and it says "I love you 3000. Oh, that's oh okay. I have seen yeah. that poster. It's a very know limited it poster just for this uh, re-release. So, uh, I mean, so according to the figures, the movie needs to make 38 million more to to pass Avatar. And so that's what this is all about. This is just about them passing Avatar. And it is kind of interesting because it makes it certainly makes it seem like Avatar was that much more impressive since it was so long ago now. Um, I don't know. But wasn't that lifetime gross or was that box office release? To be completely honest, because like when it the Avatar, yeah. Well, they did a re-release that gave them another forty million, if I remember right. So, I mean, I don't think that this Endgame one. You know, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, they're they're just trying, and yeah, they are trying to do that because they want to be number one. Why do you think they're giving a poster away that tells their fans right. that they love them three thousand? I mean, Avatar did a re-release to to get that extra forty million. So, you know, I don't think it's anything crazy. Well, uh, I think my problems with it is I don't recall Avatar adding anything. Right, so it was more of like, hey, if you feel like seeing it again or you missed it the first time around, here's your chance. Yeah, so they're giving people but, more value for their money, and that's well, the problem. It's it just feels kind of crappy because I've already seen it twice. I gave them the money twice to see it, and now I have to decide whether or not I want to miss this content by seeing it a third time. Well, and spoiler alert: you're not going to miss the content. The, Somebody's going to upload it to YouTube, absolutely, or they're yeah. going to release it officially in two weeks or something like that. And that that's very possible, you know. But it's just one of those things where it, it's kind of that early adopter syndrome, where if you're one of the first ones to go out and show your support, then this type of thing happens sometimes. It's not something that happens in movies a lot, but it is something that happens in, in the retail world. So for me, it just kind of rubs me the wrong way. That's all. Okay. Yeah. The, the, look, the talks before Endgame came out were that it was going to by and large be the, the number one movie of all time. It wasn't that much more of a success than, than Avatar was. It's on, on par with Avatar. And I think that surprised a lot of people. I would be very interested to know, and they're never going to admit it, whether or not this was the plan prior to its original release. Honestly, they should have waited until the holidays. If they would have done it around the winter holidays, re-released it then after the DVD, Blu-ray home video and uh, after the big box set or something like that with all the deleted scenes in there or maybe um, a round table, some of the interviews they did afterwards from the press, that would have been really cool. It would have been something special, maybe do it for like five days and then it's done. You get your re-release. It's spaced out enough to where, you know, the, the excitement's back. It's less obvious that it's a cash grab, that it's the number one and more of a, you know, celebration of the ending of this. But they're doing it now. That's what's happening. I don't think it, like, some people are saying it's quote unquote cheating. Like, how is it cheating? It's not a competition. Avatar did the same thing. Exactly. No, it's not cheating. It just rubs me the wrong way. That's all. Oh, that's fine. Don't let it touch you. Okay. So... Uh, MCU is trying to get in a new contract for Spider-Man with Sony Pictures. This is their fifth film using the Spider-Man character, using Tom Holland, and they want more. They are now looking to expand to another seven pictures at this point with the Tom Holland Spider-Man. And if you have checked out the web lately i have ha, the de- web hmm. i have detailed out some speculation what might 
could come from that, but... Well, Kevin Feige did flat out say that it's very likely that Tom Holland Spider-Man will run into Venom, and that but that that was on Sony to do that. Um, so it's interesting, you know that that's that that it, that is not related to the MCU. I I don't know how they're going to handle that. I well, a... go ahead. Sorry, I was going to I I don't think he literally meant Sony can just do it when they want to do it. I think that. I don't think the contract that's currently in place allows Sony to just use Tom Holland Spider-Man in their movies. I think that has to be a joint venture with Marvel Studios until that contract runs out. And then I'd be very interested to know what the stipulations of that were. Is he allowed to just do another Spider-Man movie with Sony and not Marvel? I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see yeah, what that gotta is. It's got to be a really complicated contract between <laughs> the two companies. I would think so. Now, to your point, Ray, I just want to call that, out that article. Go to heroespodcasts.com. Raise top eight speculations for Spider-Man Far From Home and beyond. Why eight? Uh, because I couldn't come up with ten. Okay. I asked everybody in chat, and that's what I got. Well, I didn't see that. No. You wouldn't. Anyway, no one saw that. it works out to both of the companies to work together. To achieve a compromise, to use the characters, because honestly, we'd all love to see Spider-Man in the new Venom film, and we'd all love to see some of the more classic big big bads or spider uh, characters come over to the MCU. It would be really great to see, like, a... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spider-Gwen live action would be really cool to see a new Green Goblin, and we can't right now because Sony owns those. I just want them all to cross over with uh, Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse. Agreed. That would be great. I imagine we're going to see a ton more of those films. I, I, They may go full like Shrek with that and do like four or five. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, if they maintain the quality, then I'm definitely for yeah. it. Yeah. See, I'm not sure I agree that it's an equally positive thing for both Sony and and Marvel. I think that... I didn't say positive. I said beneficial. They would both benefit. (laughs) Come on. That's not the exact same thing. Sony is definitely on the, like, the lower part of the scale. Right. So with with the success of Venom and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I'm not sure, without knowing the details of the contract and how much... Disney has to put in from a budgeting standpoint versus how much they get out of it, merchandising rights and all of that. I don't know that it's a it would would be a good deal for Sony to renew the contract. It was a good idea at the time, I'm sure, because Sony couldn't figure out what to do with any of its Spider-Verse characters, but 
it's now had two successes pretty close together. I don't see why, if it's not really financially viable for them, why they would want to renew it just to do it. I wonder how, if they didn't come up with a contract, how they would explain that away in the MCU. I mean, just Spider-Man, Spider-Man going away. Yeah. Well, you would think that puts Sony in a pretty strong position then, right? Because they they did lend Marvel back their most popular character in the world. So yeah. um, I would hope that would mean that the new contract would be very favorable to Sony. But from what I understood from the original one, they weren't getting much out of this deal. So The, uh, the two scenes for, uh, end credit scenes from uh, Spider-Man have already leaked onto the internet. So. Jeez. I know what both of them are because I couldn't hold myself back. The and movie's I don't not even care about out yet. Spider-Man that much, but yeah, they are in- somewhat interesting. So it's not the original rumored one. That uh, no spoilers. Let's move said. on. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't the one everybody thought it was. Uh, the Russo brothers are going to be doing a panel at Hall H. But just them at San Diego. Yeah, it's not Marvel, but. I'm sure it'll be full of all kinds of interesting endgame tidbits that'll be in 17,000 different news articles within an hour. Well, I also <laughs> imagine that the two of them will want to focus on a lot of their future projects, right. things that they already have, things that they can officially announce. And so the Marvel conversation, while everybody may be asking those questions, it might get cut short. Cause, Maybe. Like, I mean, it's San Diego Comic-Con, right. so everybody there wants to know more about Marvel. and that's. You know, I mean, we all knows? do. Yeah, more suckers yeah. for Marvel news. So I get it. But and... they do have a lot of other projects lined up that are yeah. pretty big. But so. does anybody there care about them? Well, here, here's the thing: the audience may or may not care. But if that's what the panel is, that's what the panel is. It's not. It's like it's called like an hour with the Russos or something like right. that. So I mean, if they have an agenda, like an outline of what they're going to go through, and Endgame's not really a big player on it, then the people who are holding their seats in in Hall H will just have to deal. So. <laughs> We'll see, I guess. Uh, So, going back to Shrek, DreamWorks is apparently rebooting it. Is Mike Myers still playing Shrek? There's no word on whether or not they're going to bring back the old voice cast. I actually don't see why not, because the core four were pretty fantastic. Antonio Banderas, Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and uh, Eddie Murphy why not? It was the other people that I really had a problem with. Like in three, they introduced Justin Timberlake for some I mean, reason. John Lithgow and, was pretty good. Yeah, that's Lord Farquaad. Farquaad. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. The idea of rebooting something with the core cast. I don't think the it's same. Just then, what's yeah. your Suicide just, Squad? Well, right. I mean, we'll get to. Can we that. call it like a? No, I can't say that word because R. Kelly ruined it. Um, I was going to say reignition. Oh. Well, because <laughs> I around mean, John or Hill. You could Start call it, it. Oh, cross. There's a relaunch. <laughs> like, there's the concept of a relaunch. There you go. You know, um, and, grand and, reopening. Well, video games do it all the time. If a video game launches and it wasn't very successful at launch, the company sometimes will put a bunch of effort and development into it and do a soft relaunch of the game. Destiny had to do that, for example. Well, Kingdom now Hearts, we're seeing... Or not Kingdom Hearts, excuse me. Final Fantasy XV had to do that. Well, now we're seeing a ton of video games that were on the older consoles and, like, 8, 16, 32-bit, and now they're updated and they look amazing and people are loving it. 
you know, yeah. like Wolfenstein did that, and now we're seeing Final Fantasy seventeen, Re- seven, Resident Evil, and like the re- remakes and remasters are not not really anything new. But in, no. in the movie world, though, you wouldn't be. It, it, the point of rebooting Shrek, I can't imagine, is to make it have better graphics because we still make animated features that look like that. Yeah. So that's that. And it was pretty amazing for when it came out in 1999, yeah. 2000, something like that. I don't know. It just seems weird to to do that. It seems like they just make another one. I don't know <laughs> what the plan is. I do know that it's one of their top two IPs, and that's your answer. Why? At this point, How to Train Your Dragon is kind of taking a hiatus. And I imagine in like four or five years we'll hear about... Uh, that reboot? Yeah. I understand wanting to reboot Shrek because it's so valuable. And I understand making another sequel to Shrek because it's so valuable. I don't understand rebooting with the same cast. That's, well, yeah, that's just us speculating that it would be nice. That's not yeah. something that Well, it's just with voice so. actors, why not bring them back? Because even though their faces age, their voices can still stay the same. So that's the thing. If you wanted... Also, Eddie Murphy isn't doing much of anything right now, so I'm pretty sure he's available. Which is why I think you could just do another sequel and have it be fairly disconnected from the others if you want to do like a soft relaunch. Absolutely. Shrek in space? Sure. I want to see that. Why not? Why not? Pay me for that idea, DreamWorks. (laughs) I'll write it for you, even. I mean, it's always it's always worked so well for other franchises like the Friday the Thirteenth, for example. Yeah, well, and the pro- Dark Phoenix. <laughs> the problem with DreamWorks <laughs> stuff is that they really do bury, like they they beat dead horses. Like it's ugh, it's bad. I mean, three different TV shows for How to Train Your Dragon and three movies. Is that really necessary? Like five Madagascars, guys, five. I mean, I guess I haven't even seen one of them. I saw the first one. I I, I figure as long as people continue to go to the movies and they're profitable. Five Madagascars. People keep taking their kids to see them. They're not going to make them if they are losing money. How many Minions movies have you read? Uh, I believe. Depends. Are you including the Despicable Me movies? Because there's three of those, right? I think three of those and one Minions movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there were two Minions movies. Oh, I don't know. We don't, you don't watch have, them. You guys don't have children, so you we're <laughs> also not fifty-year-old white women I think obsessed with them. I think them. there's two Minions movies, but speaking of Dark Phoenix, though, apparently it's like almost out of theaters already. Yeah, they're pulling it out of theaters. <laughs> yeah. Forty-four theaters. Uh, no, no, no. Forty-four percent of its theaters. Um, it's still in quite a number. It's uh, as of this past weekend. Let's see. Dark Phoenix was still in over 2,000 screens. So, just for perspective well, there. I don't think movie theaters like having empty screens, so that's probably why they're pulling it. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think that's How much did it fair. make last weekend? Uh, $3.5 yeah. which is another uh, <laughs> gonna guess 62% drop. So, I mean, it, it to, to put it in perspective, last week, it, it lost between last this past weekend and the weekend before – 1,667 theaters cut it. You know why? Because so. it's, it's bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> so just it's a bad movie. Just for perspective. It's bad and you should feel bad. All right. Not, not anyway. you, Derek. What else we got? I actually think that's it. I think... Jessica Jones Season 3 came out. Oh, yeah, it did. I've been watching that. I've got a lot one of people left. really like it. And, uh, of course, Nerdist is in trouble for spoiling some things. Are they? Yeah. Thank God I haven't seen that. <laughs> But it maintains the quality of the previous two seasons, so that's good, at least so far. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen how it ended. I'm hoping it ends with a nice wrap-up for the entire Netflix 
uh, MCU, but I hope like not. all four of them are walking hand in hand towards Into the, the sunset. sunset. That would yeah. be amazing. I mean, they mentioned Rand Industries, but that's about the closest we've gotten <laughs> to anybody else. So that's a bummer. <laughs> and how the CEO has been on sabbatical for a while. Mm. So yeah, we know. We know what's going on. We know. Yeah. Anyway, I think that might be it on news so we'll take a tiny little break here you won't even notice we're gone and then we'll come back and we'll talk about suicide squad hey friends this is cam one of the hosts of the gamer heroes podcast we really hope you're enjoying the show you're listening to right now and if you are please consider becoming a patron of the heroes podcast network at patreon.com slash heroes podcasts Your support would genuinely mean the world to us and would allow us to cover hosting costs for the website, get new equipment and software, and even make it out to different conventions and events to meet you, our loyal listeners. All Patreon tiers will get you access to the Patron Lounge and Slack, which will allow you to chat and interact with your favorite HPN hosts. On behalf of everyone here at HPN, thank you all so much for your continued support. We really couldn't do any of this without you. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are now going to talk about Suicide Squad two-ish something we don't suicide squad two slash zero one and a half totally not a reboot but also kind of a reboot so this is the official working title let's it's a soft relaunch let's talk about some of the stuff that leads us to say these silly shenanigan things so first of all in march of 2018 gun was fired from uh, Disney for tech or tweets that he had sent out in uh, 2008 through 2011, and um, it, they were pretty horrific. Well, within like a couple of days, we find out that somebody resurfaced them to an, an alt right person to purposely sabotage Gun because they knew Disney wouldn't put up with it. Disney didn't put up with it and immediately fired him. Then we find out that in 2012, like right after he had done those tweets, he made a huge public apology and uh, also said that he refused to scrub the tweets, that he wasn't going to get rid of him because he he didn't believe in like erasing his past. He had just grown and learned and he hadn't really done it since. And then we find out that Disney knew about it all along and they were kind of shitheads. Um, like it's it's true, Batista. They were going to continue to use his scripts for Guardians of the Galaxy three, even though they had fired him. Mm-hmm. Which is always like that's that's a good message that you're sending. We're not going to pay you anymore, but we do want to use all of your ideas. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, they owned those ideas. So I know I'm not saying they did anything it's, illegal. Yeah, it's uh, just unethical. It's uh, yeah, it's it's not moral. It's it's an immoral action. It may be illegal. This did slow down Guardians of the Galaxy 3. First of all, the cast sent out, like all of them, uh, agreed to send out a statement that they defended Gunn and his actions, especially since they knew about the apology. And uh, it was supposed to be filming at this moment so that it would be ready for 2020 release. That never happened. Disney supposedly never looked for another director when Gunn was fired. In the back of their mind, maybe they thought they were always going to get him back. But they didn't offer him that job again until, uh, what, two or three months ago? It was basically a year later. Yeah. It basically took a year, but he had already taken a job with Warner Brothers in DC Hit it, Derek! (laughs) 
to direct a new and write a new Suicide Squad movie. Um, when it was originally pitched, it was going to be a reboot of Suicide Squad, so the 2016 Will Smith, Margot Robbie movie. Oscar winning. Right, the Oscar-winning Suicide <laughs> Squad was not going to get a sequel. This was going to be a fresh start. And then things got really confusing when casting started being confirmed and, like, a lot of people are coming back to this not a sequel, including Margot Robbie and Viola Davis and... Not Will Smith. Yeah, basically everybody except Will Smith and the characters who died. So Will Smith <laughs> wanted to come back. Scheduling with a few other films would not let him. So uh, it was reported that Idris Elba was going to replace him as Deadshot. After a while, Will Smith, like finding this out, Will contacted James Gunn and was like, no, 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 I want to return. Just don't use me in this film. I know it's a rotating cast of characters. And Gunn was like, done. We'll do that. So Idris Elba is going to play a different character so that eventually we get a Will Smith and Idris Elba movie. That I'm very excited for. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're calling it The Suicide Squad. Um I believe the idea is that it just won't have any real connection or references to the first film. I think it'll be a completely different mission. Um, but these characters, like Margot Robbie is playing the same Harley. Jay, uh, Jai Courtney is back. Viola Davis is back. And Joel Kinnaman, who was, in my opinion, the absolute worst part of Suicide Squad, is back. No, you forget about the Joker. Uh <laughs> I did forget about the Joker. Oh, was... Who was completely not necessary to the movie in any way. Yeah, at least at least Flag was responsible for just tons of Exposition, information yeah. all the time. So every time I think about the Suicide Squad Joker, I can't help but just like three words come to mind. And that is Juggalo. And... Um, uh, God. What are the other words, Rachel? Everybody's on the edge <laughs> Vibrator. Because he's like words, purring the entire time. Uh, the purring. The purring what's is the so... Third, what's the third word, Rachel? Weird. Um, I know um, you were just embellishing on that. Hillbilly. Take, come up with time for no, 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 no. No, hillbilly. Because like, he says that hunka hunka and he... Yeah, that like, was a little weird. Right? Like It was weird. His whole weird. thing, it was bad. That's why I give uh, I give Joel kind of a pass because like his entire role was just to explain stuff to the audience the entire time, and you can only do so much with a role like that. Yeah. At least he wasn't like completely off the wall, bonkers, weird. He just got the job done, and that's really all he was hired to do. So right. maybe they'll give him an opportunity to actually act in the next one <laughs> well he's on the tv show hannah and apparently he's doing really well so he uh, who knew that he could act not me can i pitch for you guys what i think that this movie should be about sure thing so because it's already weird right we got a weird timeline we don't know what's coming from what happened with the first and the second and everything my pitch is that slipknot returns for his revenge <laughs> Black Adam finds his body. He can climb anything. And makes his head come back on his body. And then animates knots into full-size people-like things made of rope. And all of them are named after knots. One of them's called Bolin. One of them's called Clove Hitch. One of them's called Monkey's Paw. And each one has special abilities based on their knot. 
We, oh, and noose. One of them is noose. I, I gotta be honest. I no noose I don't, is good news. I don't think that's happening. I know it's not happening, but I'm pitching <laughs> about how I think that this would be the best possible movie. Oh my god! And that he's him and Black Adam team up, and then that's when they call in the Suicide Squad because obviously Superman is not powerful to defeat these these knots. <laughs> Well, he is. He Couldn't you just set the them on fire? No, they're resistant they're, to oh. fire. It's 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 a throwaway line first. of exposition. It's a throwaway. I mean, line it of sounds like it's a good opportunity to uh, to really you know bring Shazam into a Suicide Squad film, That's which what I'm talking about. is desperately needed. I right? Think. <laughs> you get some humor into it. I want to see rated R action, like Suicide Squad members actually die, and then you know Billy Batson go like, "What's up, dudes? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> you help, and then he just unties all the bad guys. <laughs> So so this movie has some interesting possibilities, though, because it should take place after the Birds of Prey movie, you which is so. also a Harley movie with Margot Robbie. So this will be her third outing. So Unfortunately. You don't, like, you don't her? like her? She's fine. I just don't really like Harley as a character, and, and I oh, think okay. she steals the spotlight from the entire team up. You know, when the entire team is there you know that she's going to say something clever because she's the star. It was the same problem I have with Will Smith being in it. Is well, that yeah. It's a Will Smith and Margot Robbie movie because that's why those are the people that they pay. I mean, when you, it should you keep have saying been, things, sure. but they just sound good to me. It, it should have been a Katana and El Diablo movie or something like that, you know, so with the more interesting characters that, that aren't, you know, I don't know. They're, 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 they, Harley is not an interesting character. Neither is Deadshot, really. They, I mean... I mean, I think they both have the potential to be. Sure. Um, I, I, I mean, it's one of those situations where they wanted a team-up film, but they didn't want to just roll the dice. So they brought in some big-name actors and one very well-known character. Well, I think that James Gunn is a good choice. Obviously, he can do well, yeah. ensemble films. Well, considering that David Ayer was completely trying to mimic the magic of Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. in the you first one. You think so? Yeah. Really? He even used some of the same songs from the soundtrack. That's true. He did? Yes. I don't remember any of the, any I the overlap. Pro- I have both soundtracks. Oh. Well, I don't remember any overlap. But well, you don't remember that, uh, what was that modern day song that was really popular after that movie came out? You don't Heathens. remember that? Yeah, you don't remember that I from remember the Guardians it. of the Galaxy soundtrack? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I uh-huh. think it was in the end credits. Sure, yeah. It was after the credits in your car, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So right now, only two new people have been cast. Idris Elba, obviously, uh, and um, David Das Malkian. Yeah, he's actually from Kansas City. He is, yes. Oh, that's and cool. He's, he was in Ant Man. Right? He was in Ant Man. Oh, yeah. He was in Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. and now he's going to be in Suicide Squad. So this guy is just powering through superhero films just in the background. He he like gets like four lines, and that's it. I do have to like correct myself. I'm looking at uh, IMDb. Daniela Mel. Melchior, I I don't know how to say her name. I'm sorry. Is playing Ratcatcher, and well, just uh, it's John my... Cena has been cast in the film, supposedly as Peacekeeper. I'm okay with it. I actually like John Cena in movies. I think he's really funny, and in real life, he's did you see him in Sisters? No, but I saw him in Blockers, and really I thought that was sisters. he was pretty funny in that when he was getting at ass beer. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that is, that's where they shove a tube. Uh, like a beer bong up your butt, and cool. apparently it gets you drunk faster. I don't know. I learned it from that movie, but anyway, I like John Cena. So Just I'm learning okay things with that. all the time. That's right. All of our <laughs> listeners, you're more educated. Thanks to me. You're welcome. The more you know. I've 
Never had that. Um, <laughs> so what what kind of villain would you want to see? And so, it, what antagonist would you want to see? A better Joker <laughs> would be okay with me. So here's the villain that is currently rumored. It, he His name is the mayor. And in the comics, he is a corrupt politician that's hellbound on creating chaos. And it's a real stretch. Yeah, yeah, I don't see how this could possibly work. Um, <laughs> in the the rumors floating around, it said that um, James Gunn is looking at two people to play him: Benicio del Toro or Antonio Banderas. So definitely looking. He has at, a specific look that he wants. Apparently, yes, definitely looking for a middle-aged Hispanic actor to play this character. I and mean, I like both of those guys. I do too. So. <laughs> Benicio was also the collector in Gunn's uh, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. There is another thing, and. James Gunn has always brought in Michael Rooker and his brother Sean Gunn to be in his films, and uh, currently they are not cast, but they've never missed out on a James Gunn film before. So if you guys were going to cast these two characters... Who, who would I cast them as? Yeah, who would you want Michael, Michael Rooker? Michael Rooker is King Shark. That's a huge rumor. <laughs> and then... I'm good with that. Um... I don't really know for Sean Gunn. He's such a goofy looking guy. He has a, I mean, yeah. Some CGI character, I guess. So he could be like the, be like getting pet by Dave Bautista. (laughs) Only now it's Sean Cena. Perfect. He's just making his way around all the wrestlers. (laughs) Yeah. What are the chances that Dave Bautista shows up in it playing Bane or something? I don't think that's going to happen. Would you be okay with it if it did? Oh, yeah. I'm fine with it. I would love to see Bane in the Suicide Squad, like actually Bane, you know, smart. Bautista's like a fantastic choice to play Bane. He's a really great actor, you know. Well, we could finally get the Hispanic luchador. Yeah, and the one that is not just a mindless drone and, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. There's a lot of good things they could do with that. That would be cool. But I worry he would kind of steal the show, too. Of course, if John Cena's not going to, then... Well, you you run the risk of picking a very high-profile antagonist that is also a Batman antagonist, and I think that was part of the problem in the first one, is that then people just kind of want to see Batman. Well, they should have just leaned into the Joker. The problem is that they wanted to turn it around and make Amanda Waller the bad guy. And don't get me wrong. She does some shady shit in the comics and the TV shows. She's messed up. Oh, yeah. She's still a bad guy. Yeah. They're all bad guys. But, like, they they couldn't choose. They had her. They had Enchantress. They had Joker. And they had no idea what to do. But Joker should have been where they leaned the heaviest on. Enchantress was super dumb the way they did her. Yeah. Which is, she's a cool character, so mm -hmm. that was disappointing. It absolutely was. Why was she a wacky, waving, inflatable, (laughs) arm-flailing tube man the entire time? Uh, Woman, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, as long as there's not a sky beam in the next one, that's already an upgrade. There will be. Please, no. And, like, the putties? Like, what were they doing? Well, see, that's the thing, is if Slipknot's a villain, he can just tie some (laughs) knots, and then he could have an army of, like, little knot men. We all know what that's about. That's the PG-13 rating, because you have a faceless horde that doesn't bleed regular blood. Yeah, they bleed black blood or whatever. Or they, like, just dissipate or ooze or, like... That's the the Hollywood trope to keep your PG-13 rating. Absolutely. But Suicide Squad needs to be rated R. Absolutely, 100% rated R. It's called Suicide Squad. Somebody's heads are going to be getting blowed off. Right? I want to see that. <laughs> um, 
I, I see well, that's why fall. you go see a, a, the movie called Suicide Squad is you want to see some heads getting blown off. I mean, that's... I'll be very surprised if this is a rated R movie. Yeah, I don't think it will be, but it probably should be. If Birds of Prey is going to, there's no reason why this shouldn't be. Is Birds of Prey confirmed rated R? Well, like, I don't know if yet, anything has so. been confirmed. Okay. But, Other than the title I mean, and the poster, I but, guess that's about it. I haven't even seen a poster. I've just seen well, they like, did the, the It's outfits. just the word poster, I think. It's oh, just okay. The, like, With the title on yeah. it and like the handwritten part that's Harley's yeah, which emancipation. Is really annoying to me. And the emancipation but, of the fabulous Harley Quinn. Fantabulous. Yeah, it's like Doctor Strange Love, you know. Or How I Learned to Love the Bomb. Yeah, exactly. Nobody calls it the full title. Um,. The thing, the thing is, like, I, I would still be surprised if Birds of Prey was rated R, but that's a little more understandable because it can be a much smaller scope of a film from a budgeting standpoint. Because Deadpool aside, rated R films don't do well at the box office. Oh boy! <laughs> Just as an example, <laughs> like Wolverine and Deadpool did pretty well comparatively. Logan. Logan, thank yeah. you. Sorry, thank you. Derek looked confused. I want to make sure that we we're all on the same and, page. Uh, was Logan Kingsman? R? Yes. Was it? Okay. Yeah, Kingsman did pretty Deadpool's well. Deadpool's just so much more violent. So. <laughs> uh, well, no, I don't Logan think it is. Violent. I think it's about the same. You think so? I, I think do. Logan just is more um There was like limbs focused. getting chopped off and stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Well, yeah, but I mean, he did that in his other movies too. Not really. Okay. He just stabbed the people. The scene where... Professor X is having a seizure and everyone around in the Las Vegas hotels like having panics, like yeah, psychic scene. panics and like Wolverine has to get to him and he's killing everybody and you just see like claws through the eyes yeah. and well, like uh, that was a violent we, scene. We have three rated R comic book genre films that were successful. Yeah, if, right. Keeping in mind that Wolverine and Logan came at the end of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine right. yeah. career, right? Yeah, so everybody was bought on that. that. Yeah. And Kingsman, I feel like, was kind of a lightning in the bo- in a bottle, cliched, like surprising everybody situation. Mm-hmm. I don't see WB risking that with the amount of money they're going to have to spend on the Suicide Squad. I think it'd be more beneficial to the story to do Suicide Squad that way, and I think it'd be. M- better for merchandising if birds of prey wasn't rated r considering this is going to be the first on-screen major superhero movie with you know four or five main female leads like those are some toys action figures dolls shirts that are going to sell but if it's it's rated r it's not going to be kids can't see it well and suicide squad's not really any different they're their merchandise was actually very successful. Absolutely. Um, it's probably the only reason any of the original actors, aside from Margaret Robbie, are returning is because the toys were successful. So, I mean, making it rated R, then you're stuck with just the adult crowd. I just think that Suicide Squad will benefit from a rated R uh, story, and Birds of Prey really won't. Okay. Does this movie come out before or after Batman, the Batman I imagine before. Do you we, think the Batman but, will show up in it since he was in the first one, and maybe that'll be our first I look at Pattinson? And the, I don't want it to. I don't really want it to either, except from like you know, I want to see Batman, the but new Batman <laughs> costume. But other than that, I mean, I, I kind of, I guess it, story it depends on the answer of is this the same Batman and he's just the younger version of Batflick? Well, we know that's not. Right, so that can create a confusing situation. They're probably the whole movie is a confusing situation, Derek. So yes, but I imagine they don't want to like 
they don't want to make a they don't they probably don't want James Gunn to make the decision about which Batman is now still in. So do you think any other uh, of their A-listers are going to show up? I don't. What if they have Cheetah as one of the characters in it? You could have Wonder Woman. Uh... I mean, Cheetah's been in the Suicide Squad before. That's I would love to see some of the other villains that they used from these other movies in the Suicide I mean, there's been ev- almost every other villain in the, in the DC Universe has been in the Suicide Squad at some point. Well, I mean, that... I think even Batman's been in the Suicide Squad <laughs> at certain points. Like, He's ridiculous. definitely teamed up with him to fight like a bigger bad. Yeah. I mean, there right. are some, some cool things you could do. I mean, Mark Strong's, you know, he you could bring him in. Um, Cheetah would be a great one. Well, we don't know what I happens imagine. to Cheetah yet. Yeah, yeah. If she doesn't die at the so... end. <laughs> I am a little concerned that we haven't seen anything else. I know, it's weird, right? From Usually that movie. Usually they costume reveal or something. From what? From Wonder Woman? Yeah. So... I mean, we saw the behind the scenes. We saw the gold outfit, I guess, that she mm-hmm. wears in the poster, but... Uh, so, apparently, Patty Jenkins is now not super thrilled that they asked for more time and pushed the movie back, because I guess it's, like, basically ready at this point. So, I think they're just holding things back to avoid spoilers. That's fair. Because um, it is I a just, year away. I would like to see some costume i want to see how cheetah looks that's everybody wants like, to see how cheetah looks like is real. she wearing a suit is it like her skin what what right. is what is it you know i mean if she's how does Kristen based, wig look as cheetah like that's a big thing that they, was a weird casting the movie's a year away if she's heavily cgi'd it might her design won't be done for at least another six months Ugh. i Ugh. hope she's not heavily cgi'd so. i hope it's a combination like obviously her practical suit please yeah <laughs> well like, i mean parts i i, I don't know like, we don't know what it's going to look like, so yeah. why? Am I, what am I even saying? Okay, so do you guys think that Idris Elba is going to be playing Bronze Tiger? I'd be okay with it. I mean, Bronze Tiger was a great character in Arrow. That's basically where I know him from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a strong actor in that show, Michael too. Michael J. So, White, yeah. who was uh, Spawn. And he's actually been back. Like, this last mm-hmm. season of Arrow, he came back, and he had a pretty pretty good role in it and did great. I love that, that guy. It would be cool, I think... It depends what, what your goal is with Idris, right? If you were going to bring him in to be Deadshot, you wanted him to be high profile, then you probably want to give him a character who has an opportunity to have other films. Well, there's two other characters that he's rumored as. If he stays with Suicide Squad only, people think that he's either Bronze Tiger or Black Spider. Black Spider is the evil version of Spider-Man from DC. It was a total, you know, how DC and Marvel always borrowed from each other. That'd be a weird one. And then... Some people think he's taken over for Joe and he's going to play Deathstroke. So that's tough because I think Idris would do a great job, but Joe also looked like he was going to do a pretty amazing job. And so that would really kind of bum me out to have to like not get to see that great actor for another great actor. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. he just, he so looked the part in that scene. Like the fact that we haven't gotten that yet or the, or, or, you know, that he's not, in more is just really disappointing as it's it is. Wasteful. Would you guys be happy if Deathstroke was a villain in this one that they were all teaming up to go after? If it's I... Joe, yeah, he's got to be good. He has to be very, very good. Well, yeah, you mean as Deathstroke? Yeah, De- the Deathstroke character has to be because well De- acted because Deathstroke, he's a very unique kind of villain in the DC universe. He's he has a, a strong personality and he can be very quippy in his own kind of bitter, sarcastic way. And mm-hmm. there's some interesting characters around him that you could bring in, and I just don't, I don't want it to go to just somebody because of scheduling issues or something like that. You know, if you're gonna do it, 
go with what that original plan was and you bring Joe in and you, you do it. Interestingly, season two of Titans is rumored to have Ravager as the villain, which is interesting that they went with Ravager instead of Deathstroke. And I, I kind of wonder if that's because they're using Deathstroke in the movies. Not that that would stop DC because DC Universe is DC and they can do whatever they want with it rather than like the CW or whatever. Well, but they've been very careful. They have. Yeah, they have. And so that makes me go, oh, that's, uh, you know, something the might thing be going is, on like there. Summer Glau killed it as Ravager. Yeah, in the one episode she was in. <laughs> well, I mean, building up to it, she was yeah. pretty and she was good. It's confusing to me which DC characters are off limits for duplicates. And which aren't. I agree. Yeah, the Flash, they can have 17 different versions of the Flash. <laughs> like, the time. Flash is fine. Batman's okay that he exists, but you can't ever really show his face. Yeah, and... except in dream sequences. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, Superman's okay as long as he's not leading As long show. as you only show him from the neck down. Well, no, he's on Supergirl. Right, but he's also, you know, in Shazam, oh, the well. neck down thing. Yeah, but he's supposed to be the Henry Cavill Superman. Well, you, know, you know that. They should have used that suit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So I have the rubies one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get my point though. So yes. it is confusing to know. Like Cyborg, it, uh, Ray Fisher apparently still intends to be Cyborg in a solo film. Well, I mean, I so, still yeah. intend to be a cosplayer. Well, like, doesn't mean I everybody will. wants work. What it what it what it sounded like was more like they haven't told him it's canceled. Right, kind right. of like Henry Cavill hasn't officially left Man of Steel or Superman yet because it's true, man. we don't know if there's ever going to be a Man of Steel too. So they well, could just never do the movie. They could just never do the movie. I think with Cavill and Ben Affleck, it's different. I think they both walked away. Well, I don't. It's not been confirmed for Cavill, has it? I have, he I, hasn't come out and said it. He hasn't come out and said no. I think that it would have to be something very specific. His dog is named Crypto. Yeah, so which is pretty great. His real life dog. So. I mean, I don't think his problem is with the character. I think his problem. No, he is, clearly loves the character. Yeah, I think his problem is with how the studios handle the films. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but I would like to see Deathstroke. I think Deathstroke would be a great villain. Or do you he, think he should be on the team? No, I think he should be the the antagonist. He's way stronger than anybody else they've had in the Suicide Squad, really. So I, I mean, he can, there's no reason he takes down the Justice League and the Teen Titans, and like he is a formidable villain that a lot of yeah, people. He's just killed the about. Flash in the comic books. Like he's killed. A lot of people he should that are, should be out of his league. <laughs> He's a brutal villain, and yeah. I, I think that it would be a missed opportunity to make him just part of the Suicide Squad. Well, I definitely don't want him to be part of because the whole thing about him is he works best alone. He's out for himself. Sometimes he falls on the side of good, and sometimes he falls on the side of bad. Yeah, like he's he, a mercenary. He, he was actually a really good president, and when I mean good, I mean like noble and benevolent, not you know, some corrupt one like Lex Luthor was. But Lex yeah. Luthor and Deathstroke have both been the president? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I thought right? Arlen was bad. Ar yeah. I mean, Although, either of those might be an upgrade. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into no, that. I, I'm... Lex Luthor gave everybody superpowers. What? And then, I'm liking him now. I'm hold on. <laughs> he let them have it for like six months, a year, or something like that. And then all of a sudden, he pushes a button and shuts it off. And like all these people who were flying just <laughs> fall well, it's like, their own fault. Come on, stop flying all the stop time. Stop flying all the time. Walk like a normal person. Now, Lex could be an interesting antagonist for the Suicide Squad. Is he going to push Jolly Ranchers into each of their mouths? <laughs> Hang on. So, 
there were, I just did that because I know Rachel gets that it's reaction. It's so every time. nasty. There were there were toys and concept designs for his mech suit, which is something that his power suit that he gets in like the comics and the cartoons and things like that. Having a, the Suicide Squad go after him could be really interesting because he's hired a lot of these people at different points in their careers. So they in the comics. Get, yeah. Yeah. Um, and in the, the cartoons yeah. and things like that. So this, you. This would be a perfect time to recast. I never yeah. liked Jesse Eisenberg. I mean, Bring Michael Rosenbaum back. Ooh. Well, yeah, that would be great. But but he would hate having to shave his head again. I don't think that's going to happen, which yeah. is sad. But that would be great. Um, <laughs> um, I I think that Eisenberg can do it. I yeah. think that they need to write the role appropriately, and the role was written in a very odd way. But I think he has the acting skills to do it. I do. I think he does. Okay. I mean, I, look, I, I think that pretty much everybody they've cast in the DCEU as main characters are capable of pulling off those roles if they were just handled correctly. Jared Leto is a really good actor. He just really didn't do Joker well. He designed most of that character. He came up with a lot of the ideas. And sometimes a studio does need, need to step in. To step in, right? I mean, we talked about this with Dark Phoenix, where like Fox was just like, "Do whatever you want, guys," and like it burned to the ground. Like you, you sometimes. Or that, I'm sorry, that was Men in Black International, not Dark Phoenix. Um, Dark Phoenix did burn to the ground. Too, though, different so. reasons. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to confuse the two. But you know, sometimes a studio oversteps, like they did with Justice League, and sometimes and they don't. And BVS, and sometimes they don't do enough, which I think was the case with Suicide Squad. You know, I think that telling an actor, "Here's your role, figure it out," is probably not a good idea most of the well, time. Well, first of all, the whole issue is they don't have a Kevin Feige in place. They don't have one person to control the canon, to control the lore. So and... there are rumors it's James Gunn now. And that would be great. James Gunn knows what he's doing with comics, and he knows how to write a story so he can create consistently entertaining stories. And even though some of the MCU movies don't really measure up to some of the others, most of them are entertaining popcorn films at the very least, and some of them are brilliant pieces of cinema. So I, I do want to. I think that's a smart move. I think fair is fair, and Snyder was supposed to be that role. The studio never let him. Wasn't do Jeff it. Johns supposed to be that role at one point? Well, he, he is. He he's the chief creative officer for DC Entertainment, so he is like directly involved. He oversees the entire project. But Warner Brothers has thrown their weight around, and Snyder was hired to do a five film arc, and they started interfering in film number two. So it's they hired Snyder to do it. They never let Snyder do it. And well, then they the blamed is- it all on Snyder. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if they hire it's James Gunn to do it now, they have to let James Gunn do it now and give him the resources that he needs to be successful at it. You know, the studio doesn't need to disappear. They need to be supportive. See, I kind of worry about James Gunn with certain characters like Batman. I don't think James Gunn, if they said James Gunn is directing a Batman movie, I would not be very excited for that. Well, I Shazam, think... I think he could work with a character like Shazam, right? That has some humor. Mm-hmm. Um, or even Superman, you know, characters are a little brighter, but I don't know that with darker characters he would do that well. I don't think that a director should be the overall keeper. The reason why the MCU has... Well, not the only reason, but a good reason is because Feige has never stepped behind the camera and led the charge on just one of these films. He's on set all the time and he helps oversee things, but he's also not in the driver's seat. 
He, you know, he sits back and he organizes everybody in the driver's seat. He organizes the races or whatever this metaphor is going with here. But that's the problem. You get one person who's also the director. They think about it from a director's point of view and not from a producer's point of view. No, you're definitely right. DC has the added complication that Jeff Johns and Jim Lee also handle the comic book side of the business. Absolutely. Which uh, Kevin doesn't. Right. So their jobs are split and they can't focus all on the films and the TV shows and the comics. You know, it's just too much. Um, But if James Gunn's only going to direct one movie and then take this kind of creative control over this, you know, the trajectory of of the DCEU, maybe he can pull it off if he leans on the people who have done well, like Patty Jenkins, like uh, James Wan, you know, um, I think that could be a positive thing that could end up becoming a nice niche group you're absolutely right i just i'm not quite sure we should be relying completely on james gunn well, we especially that's what I'm when saying he's also be. working with disney at this point so you know there's a lot of cross-pollination going on there well that's why i'm saying that his best choice would be to lean on the three directors that have done a really good job so far um you know and snyder's probably not coming back i would imagine you mean a trinity exactly hmm he, you know, if he leans on them, they clearly know what they're doing with the characters that they've been given. And J- James Gunn has the experience from the MCU at this point to not do what Phase 2 did and do what Phase 3 did, right? And give these directors what they need to pull off good stories. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely ways to handle it. Just, you know, who knows how it's actually going to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know. All right, any final thoughts on Suicide Squad? Like, do you want to see any characters in it from the I'm Just comics? Bane is the big one for me. I mean, it, there's a lot of really random-ass characters. I really characters. like him for the Injustice League, because he ran that a few times. Like, he was the leader. I would like it to do some more world-building. So I want it to, like, not be stuck in Gotham the entire time, essentially, but I would like there to be nods to the greater DC universe. You know, we do have... You want to go to Philadelphia? No, I don't want to go to Philadelphia. Is it Shazam? I like the idea of highlighting other characters that exist in the universe. When you go pick up Harley or you go pick up, you know, whoever it is, um, you know, you can reference other characters who are being held at Arkham Asylum or something like that. But Batman has been such a strong focus that I want them to focus on some other references. I want them to reference. Focus on the references for the three characters that have done well. That's Mm -hmm. what they should be doing. Right. And I think it would be a good thing if maybe the Suicide Squad did not primarily take place in the U.S. and they went somewhere else. Suicide Squad far from home. Huh. <laughs> I mean, Aquaman um, and and uh, and Wonder Woman both take place internationally for the most part. So and you want it to be called Suicide Squad International? Sure. <laughs> wow. We're hitting hard with these tonight. Either way, my point is, I, I want them to move away from Gotham. Sure. I think DC, in this this includes all of DC, relies too much on Batman. Yes. And they should move away from that now. Give Pattinson a chance to be a good Batman before you put the weight of the entire franchise on his shoulders. Yeah. I completely agree. I think it's an opportunity to bring in semi-popular characters, ones we've seen in the video game and some of the TV shows. Um, Like, I'm not... I have faith that James Gunn knows what he's doing when he casts Ratcatcher and 
polka dot man, but f- for fuck's sake, I just want to see a good Killer Frost. Like <laughs> Killer Frost is Caitlin Snow sucks in uh, the Flash. You haven't watched the last two seasons. It, it so. doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. Killer Frost. We, you don't know that it's not good, is what I'm saying. I, I, you didn't like it at first. Danielle Panabaker does a really great job as assistant Caitlin Snow. Mm-hmm. As Killer Frost, I think it's been very poorly written. I like but you haven't watched the last two I seasons. like the like full villain Killer Frost. I want like How do you know she's not doing that because you haven't watched the last two seasons? I know they're not murdering anybody over and over again on CW. Okay. Look, the Suicide Squad has an opportunity to do what Legends of Tomorrow has done and pull from some really cool villains. There are a lot of villains that have nothing to do with Batman that they could pull from. I think you're lying to me. <laughs> yeah, every good DC villain comes from Batman. Uh, I'm just excited to see some really obscure-ass characters, kind of like, like, like they did with Guardians of the Galaxy, like Polka Dot Man. Who yes. the hell is Polka Dot Man? Right? Who is Rat Catcher? I don't know any I of these I feel like characters. those are self-explanatory. I mean, sure. I mean, or give me a racer head. Like, I, I just want to see some uh, really obscure, random characters. Because you know, really, like, those are characters that, if, if they are popular with audiences... They could use them in other movies, and it could be a more popular character. You know what I mean? You could lean away from the Batman villains some, and unless Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man were Batman villains. I don't know. They probably were, because he has ridiculous he villains. Yeah. All the villains are his villains. A tangent. I always wanted Robin Williams to play Calendar Man. That's just me, though. I think yeah. it's a little late for that. Yeah. yeah. Wishful thinking. I mean, unfortunately, some of my favorite villains do happen to be Batman ones, but they're ones that aren't really done very often, like Clayface and Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And well, they require a lot of CGI. They well, they they do. I don't. Mr. Freeze doesn't. I mean, look, mm. you can paint a dude's head blue and put a a, a fish bowl on his. Yeah, head. Yeah, we and, saw that already. You know, no, you make cold puns all the time. First off, Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze is is weird, but mm-hmm. we know. That's not what I'm talking about. But those those are my two favorite Batman villains, and so I would like to see something happen but with Clayface them. Clayface is not an interesting villain. He absolutely Mr. can be an Freeze is already has already been done. Give some other villains a chance to shine and you, let them be. One of which has never had a movie. One. Oh, interesting. So Ratcatcher in the comics is a man, and they hired a woman to play. The That's character. a very today thing to do. It is. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, I... I honestly don't care at this point. No, nobody okay. knows that. I, I mean, you guys are hardcore DC fans, and I'm, I'm guessing um, that. Well, I guess you're I, less hardcore, but Derek is. And I, did you know Ratcatcher was a man? I knew the name. Okay, yeah, I, that's I, what I mean. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen what the character looks like. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be anybody who's like you. You turned Ratcatcher into a woman. That's my I mean, favorite whatever. villain. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, all right. Anything else, guys? I don't think so. No, I'm good. Okay. So uh, I guess that's it then. Um, next week is what? Is that the next fill our holes? I have to pick our movie? Yeah. Right? So we are going to be watching They Live, right? Nice. That's what we picked. That's what you picked, so, dude. Cla- classic science fiction, They Live. So if you want to watch that and then talk with us about it next week, you can join us live on Twitch at 9 Eastern, 8 Central at twitch.tv slash heroes podcasts for our retro review next week. We'll come here to chew bubble gum and review a movie. Absolutely. Do you want me to close out or do you want to? 
Yeah, sure. Go for okay. it. Okay. Do you know how to do it? I do. Cool. I do. Just I remember checking. how. Okay. Um, all right. So I am the Star Trek dude on Facebook and Twitter. Ryan is at Buster Props. Mm-hmm. Ray is at Siren Ray. Totes my goats. And we are the Screen Heroes Podcast. You can find us at Screen Heroes Pod on Twitter or at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook and Twitch, as well as heroespodcasts.com. Please subscribe. We are on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere else you can get your podcasts. iTunes is dead. Is it? It's Apple Podcasts. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, they killed it like a couple weeks ago. Hmm. All right, guys. That will be it for us. We will catch you next week. Good night and good luck.